What's going on, everybody? I'm Ramaya, your digital business consultant. Welcome to another brand new business tip. This is a podcast created specifically for entrepreneurs just like you to help you to get more creative and expand your personal brand, get more customers, and ultimately increase your revenue. Let's go. Facebook fam, your boy Ramaya Trash, your digital business consultant back in the building. Um, today I'm going to be talking about your, your church website as being one of the most powerful, most important marketing tools. Yes, the church does do marketing. Marketing um, is just another word for witnessing or spreading news. It's marketing is getting the information out, bringing awareness to. So that's what you're doing. And so um, if you're just logging in, go ahead and share this with your pastor because it's going to be some great stuff and there's probably some stuff on your church website that needs to be fixed. So here are 11 things that you can do to make sure that your church website makes a great first impression. I'm going to start off by saying that I've built um, over a dozen church websites. I've built hundreds of websites in general, but I've built over a dozen of church websites and these are some of the things that I've learned over the years and then also some things that I've studied from other churches and and noticing what they're doing. So the first thing is your logo. Make sure your logo is prominent. And when I say prominent, it's not like it's gotta be super big. You don't want your logo to be super big, but you wanna make sure that your logo is clean. Make sure your logo is visible. This is the first thing people are gonna see. This is gonna draw immediate attention. And so it just helps to bring awareness so people know where they are, people know who you are, things like that. Second thing is going to be your your navigation menu. So your navigation menu is also going to get a lot of attention because it's right up there at the top. So here are some tips for the nav menu. Um, Don't use internal verbiage here. Um, You want to keep this generic, things like give, about us, you know, learn more new new here things like that keep it very generic for for example if you have a bible study you call your bible study hope classes and uh i'm just pulling some out the air i don't know nobody that does hope classes i hope you don't or if you do don't don't be offended by this but if you call your bible study hope classes don't put in the navigation menu hope class because if i'm a new visitor I have no idea what hope class is. You know what I'm saying? I understand the term Bible study. Um, your 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 primary audience for your church website is not members. Your primary audience for your church website is um, visitors. You're trying to attract new people. So you want to bring new people in. You want to give people an opportunity to know who you are. So make sure you do not use internal um, verbiage in your navigation menu. So now your headline, which is the next piece, um, there used to be, and a lot of churches still do use the slider. Um, I want to say this. If I built your website and it had a slider, I apologize. Um, we need to get rid of the slider. We need to do a, a reassessment and change the slider immediately. Um, studies have found that the slider is not effective It because we have what's called um, I can't think of the name of it, but basically it triggers the same emotion of an advertisement. When we see something sliding, we think that it's an advertisement and 
the society that we're in right now, we don't like ads. If we think something is an ad, we're going to click off of it or we're going to scroll right by it. We're not going to pay any attention to it. So if your, your website is sliding, my brain automatically triggers. That's an ad. I'm scrolling off of it. So get rid of the slider. Um, it only takes about not even a half a second for, for your visitors to form an opinion about your website. So the first thing they're gonna see is that headline after the logo and the, and the navigation. So you wanna make sure you have a nice one-liner or even one paragraph, very catchy, very meaningful headline um, right there. Five times more people are gonna read your headline than they're gonna read the, the rest of your, your body. So you make sure you focus on the visitor, not you. So you wanna talk to the people that you're serving. So here are some great examples of headlines. So one, for instance, a safe place to explore your faith. Imagine if you went to a website and the first thing you saw was a safe place to explore your faith. Okay, let me let me check check them out. Here's another one. No matter what, you're good enough. Um, there's another one that I saw. It says uh, connect to everything God has for your life. Notice how we're talking to them. You're not talking about yourself. You're not saying, you know, we're a place where we love God. You know, you're talking about yourself. So talk to them. Um, find family, discover purpose, change the world. You're letting them know what they can do. So then the next thing you're going to need is you're going to need a call to action. So when a visitor lands on your website, what do you want them to do? You know, um, there's a there's a lot of things that you can want them to do. My preference is to focus this call to action on new visitors. For instance, it can be a blurb that says something like, I'm new, um, learn everything about the church here. And then once after that blurb, you have a call to action that says, get started or start here. And they click that, then they're gonna go to a page that's talking about um, everything, what to expect, you know, maybe a message from the pastor, just something for new visitors so that they can know and learn about the church. Or it can be a different type of call to action, but I suggest that it be something geared towards uh, new people. So you also want to have a search um, button on your website because we know we've taken all the time to build a website out. We've thought about the end user. We thought about the best way and the easiest way to navigate the web pages. But having this search feature, make sure that it's simple, simple, and it's easy to uh, it's easy for the user to take 100 percent control. For instance, they might want to know something about kids ministry. It gives them the opportunity to not worry about the navigation, to just go hit search, type in kids ministry, find out everything about kids ministry, and then boom, click right to the page. And then you got to think about this too. Google is, is the number one website used in the world. And what is Google? Google's a search engine. We're used to searching. We're accustomed to searching. Go ahead and put a search feature on your church website and it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out for you. The next, the next thing you're going to need is like an inspirational image or inspirational video. So inspiration related elements have a great impact on how first impressions are made. Um, we already know a picture is worth a thousand words. Um, you want to use real images of what's going on in the church. Do not use stock photos on your church website. Do not. Don't use stock photos. That's not who you are. That's not what's really going on at the church. You want to use actual pictures of people at the church 
um, some good examples. You can get pictures of people laughing, maybe in the foyer or something, or before church in the parking lot. You can get vibrant pictures of kids, you know, while they're in ministry or while they're doing whatever they're doing. You can also get um, passionate worship or get pictures of your of your pastor preaching. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, it's it's real, Malcolm. It's real. Don't use stock images. Get some real pictures of what's going on in your church because that's what we want to see. As a new visitor, we want to see what's going on there. The purpose of your website is to attract new people. Now, it's, it's also going to be to give your current members information, but we're really talking about the home page. You want to attract new people so people want to see what they're getting the opportunity before they visit. Um the next thing is if you didn't put it in your call to action, new visitor info. So I suggest that this is a part of your call to action. But if for some reason you had a different call to action, make sure you have some type of new visitor information on your website. Um, make it make it easy. The main purpose of your website, I keep saying this, is to attract new people to the ministry. It is a marketing tool to help you get more people, which eventually you're going to win them over for Christ, but you got to get them first. Your website is the way we're going to do this. So talk to the visitors. The next piece is website main content. So your main content, um, the, the, senior, the senior project manager at Bing said that, um about the duties he said this about the the duties of a website your goal should be that when a visitor lands on the page the content answers all their needs encouraging their next action to remain with you basically to keep them on the website so here are some suggestions about information that should be on the home page um you want to only use about four to eight of these at the most you don't want to have overload but these are just some suggestions of things that need to be on the home page Service times, for sure, got to be there. Um, locations, if you have multiple locations, you got to have them all right there on the homepage. Directions, top reason people come to your website is to get directions and service times. Contact information, that's a must. Um, if you have a message notes, make your message notes plain and simple there. Giving tab, um, online, if you, if you have online live, viewing the things like that make sure your online link is there um information about the church prayer requests your calendar um small groups things like that but make sure you keep it to about four to eight you don't want to overload so find out what's most important put those things there the next thing we just talked a little bit about contact info but i'm gonna stress it again make sure your contact information is easily accessible um Aside of new visitors scouting you out and just trying to see if this is a good place that they want to visit, the top reasons people visit your church website is to get service times, to get directions, or to get in contact with somebody. So I suggest that you put your phone number, email address, physical address in the footer of the website. That way, if it's in the footer, it's visible on every single page. Um, every single page needs to have those three pieces of information. And then I would, I would even say probably service times as well in the footer, but definitely phone number, email address, physical address. And then you want to have your social media links because that's a great way for people to connect with you in a more social way. Um, you know, but only use links to platforms that you're actually using. If you're not using Twitter, don't put Twitter on there because 
they're going to go back and they're going to see tweets from 2013 as your last and most recent tweet. Just use Facebook, Instagram, if you're on Snapchat, whatever, YouTube, things like that. So then the last thing is make sure that your website is mobile friendly. This is so, 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 so important. I can't stress it enough. Look, y'all, it's 2018. You're probably watching this video from your phone. Um, 80% of you probably watching this from your phone. If you're not mobile friendly, people are not going to use it. You're not going to get visitors. And I, I use the term, I use 80% for a reason because 80% of all internet usage is from a mobile device. So your church website, if it's not mobile friendly, you missing, you missing out, you missing out on people. And just, just to kind of recap, your church website is the most important marketing tool. Um, it's, it's great for getting the word out, for attracting new members. And then the 11 things you can do to make sure you make a great first impression. Number one, your logo needs to be easily seen. It needs to be clear, concise, have clear navigational menu. Number two, um, do not use terms that are church specific. For instance, if you have a Bible study called Hope Classes, don't do that. Just call it Bible study. Then when they get down into that page, feel free to use whatever verbiage you want. Number three, get rid of the slider and use a headline, something like connect to everything God has for your life. Something real simple that people can connect to and make sure you're speaking to the audience. Don't talk about your church. Talk about the benefit that they get for coming to your church. Number four, um, have a call to action. Number five, you want to make sure you have a search feature on your website so people can search for whatever they're looking for. Um, number six, inspirational image or video. Seven, got to have new visitor information present on the website. Um, eight, um, website, main content information. Make sure you have four to eight things on your website um, that leads people to taking the next step. The ninth thing, have your contact information easily accessible on the website. And I suggest putting it in a footer so that it's on every page. That's phone number, direction, service times, um, physical address, what well, is direction. Then social media links, number 10, so people can connect with you outside. And then 11th thing, make sure your website is mobile friendly. If you have any questions, be sure to put them in the comments. If your church website needs a makeover, needs a do-over, needs a refresh, um, hit me up. Tell your pastor to hit me up. Tell them, tell them to get in touch with Ramaya, and we'll make sure that you guys are getting more visitors to your website, which in turn is into getting more visitors into your church, which in turn is to getting more members and all that great stuff. So that's what we're here for. We're here to help. And in the meantime, remember, always be creating. I love all y'all. Have a freaking amazing day. Peace. Hey, my friend, I really want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for taking the time and listening to this podcast episode. It would really mean the world to me if you would share this with just one person. If it brought you value, if you got something from it and you feel like somebody else can get something from it, just share it with one person and it would mean the world to me. Remember, always be creating. I love all of y'all. Have a freaking amazing day. Peace.